0: Ah! <laughs>
1: Money, right? We're not being hypocrites like athletes that say they do it for you, they do it for their families, X, Y, and Z. They do it for the money because the money allows them to live the life they want to live. However, here, we're not hypocritical. We tell you the truth, right? However, uh, to get to the truth, you need the best information. The people with the best information make the most money. All right, and th- the most important information embedding is fifty-two point five. Fifty-two point five is break even. We're at seventy to eighty percent collaborating with each other. Now tonight we have just one collaborator, but that's fine because the other ones have given us so much knowledge for so many years that we've been able to monetize it uh, to a great degree, and we're grateful and happy to have been able to do that. Now we have the 2016 coach of the year for college tennis, junior college tennis in Southern California, Brandon Lupian. Thank you for uh, joining me tonight.
0: Good evening, everyone, and Josh. And, uh, yeah, it looks like we're uh, – we got guys uh, in, under the tent, the NFL tent tonight. So looking forward to it. It's going to fly by, and we're going to knock it out.
1: can't hear coach coach can you hear me i could hear you yeah i can't hear you see what happened cuz i was listening to you fine just a second ago
0: yeah what's going on i don't know i can you hear me now hello hello
1: no i'm going to pull up the spreadsheet Yeah, it's uh one of those things. I got a intestinal infection last week. But things have been crazy. Well, you know what? Something you learned through COVID nineteen that you always live once. Thank you, Don Benson, for liking our video. Uh, we're waiting for you to come on. This would have been a great night as well for you to come on, as uh it's up to Coach and I, but we're going to make the best of it, and we're going to have fun making you money watching football. Can you hear me? So no. let's review the last couple of weeks here. 52.5% is break-even. As a consensus, How about we're – Let's see if we pull up the spreadsheet. We're – the first week, and then the second week, we were 60%, 63% as a whole. So last year we were 64.5%, which would have been fourth at the Super Contest in Vegas, right? And that would have won us $140,000. Now, Coach. Can you hear
0: me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Well, like I was saying, it's, uh, we got a couple of guys under the NFL tents on the sideline. <laughs> and I look forward to this week's short and um, exaggerated show. And I'm ready to roll to make us and everyone else some money. So, sorry for the technical difficulties. I assure you it wasn't operator error since we were having a conversation prior to. Right. And um, system malfunctions, and they're happening happening all across the NFL with these exaggerated um, Fans being played over the airwaves in each stadium. And since Las Vegas doesn't have a fan base to record from, I'm going to consider all that crowd noise uh, uh, fake. So let's move forward.
1: Let, indeed, let's move forward because we're making money, right? So the bottom yeah. line is, 52.5% is break even, right? Uh, let's look at coach. Coach, first week, he went 18 and 14, 56% profit, right? Amazing. Second week, coach goes 17, 13, 57% profit. But when you look at the numbers for the year, he's at a phenomenal. Fifty-nine percent, right? So that's, to be quite honest, 59% for the first two weeks of the season in the middle of a pandemic, right? Where things are crazy. We don't know how teams are going to play. They haven't been tackling. Uh, it's, It's an amazing percentage. Now, we have the Hawthorne effect. So the Hawthorne effect says that if you can review what you have done wrong, right? Now, us as men, when you review what you've done wrong, it's embarrassing, it's humiliating. You don't want to feel it. It's tough. 95% of people can't do it. 95% of people cannot change. All right? Actually, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to stand up for this one because I'm getting excited about this one because in this episode, I could go ahead and preach a little bit. All right? <laughs> the men here, we have the courage to change, all right? We're not cowards. We're manly enough to be able to admit our mistakes and change. But then how do we get rewarded? We get rewarded with money, all right? So 52.5% is break-even. Brandon and I have been talking for years. He's at 59%. So that means that, Brandon, by going through our process, is going to be at 79 80% by the end of the year. Really, you don't want to be more than 80%. And when you look at probability theory, you can never be more than 80% sure of anything. <laughs> All right? So we're doing phenomenally well. And I'm getting excited because that's money, man. Money for my brother. So out of the picks you had last week as we do the Hawthorne thing. What game did you got wrong that you should have gotten right?
0: You know, um, I'm going to go over two. Uh, one, I definitely should have got right. Um, game two, I just want to go over because it's kind of you want to expect the unexpected. So my, my game was actually uh, I picked the Vikings plus three over Indy. And Indy's performance against Jacksonville led me to that decision uh, the week uh, week one. And as you can see, Indianapolis and Phillip Rivers, who I really like as a player, maybe not like others, but I like, I love him as a competitor. Um, Sometimes he's a little snotty and all, but you know what, came out and they performed even with a depleted running game. Uh, The replacement for Mac played very well. Um, I actually picked the Vikings plus three at home and we all saw that scenario I just kind of lost faith in the competitor of Philip, And I didn't take my processes into consideration, like no preseason games and no crowds and blah, 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 when picking against the Colts this week. So that's game one. <clears throat> game two, not necessarily um, one that I'm going to apply to the Hawthorne effect, but one that while I was watching um, – I was really thinking about, you really have to unex- – you got to expect the unexpected. And I'm talking about these – the Chargers-Chiefs game where up until that day, Tyrod Taylor – that morning, Tyrod Taylor um, had a chest injury, I guess. And uh, the rookie quarterback from Oregon, um, everyone's calling him Herbert, and I'm going to call him Hebert. Um however he wants to pronounce, I don't, it doesn't matter, but he played quite well and and he uh, put the chargers in a scenario to win that game. Unfortunately, they, they did a Spanos and lost it in overtime like most charger fans are used to and, um, and uh, lost it in OT. Now with the chiefs minus nine, looking at that line we obviously it wasn't the case the chargers covered and um i actually did pick the over so um those two games uh i'm gonna learn from and move forward from here and out.
1: exactly and, and it's not just doing it to doing it it's to make money we turn it into money actionable steps to make money now with me I was living in the past, right? If you live in the past, you die in the past. And every year, any NFL season, you got to look at it differently. So there were two games where two defensive coaches were going, were playing against each other. Those are automatic unders.
0: Right. 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 You mentioned that last week. You mentioned that last week.
1: and Because they're not tackling, right? You had uh, Buffalo, right? McDermott. Yeah. Miami. You got Flores, right? Mm-hmm. That game goes over. I goes up. I should have picked that, right? I should have had that, right? My mom used to tell me a sin is knowing something is wrong and repeatedly doing it. So I repeatedly did that mistake, right? The other one was we had Max Brown, who's best friends with Sam Darnold. And I overestimated what the Jets were going to do. Oh, yeah. All right? Yep. I overestimated what the Jets were going to do. I didn't, I should have done more research. Rule number two of uh, betting is do your research. We got a top 10 rules of betting. We did a really good story on that. And, you know, the Jets got rid of the their best offensive linemen for draft picks. They didn't even get – usually you'll get, like, a journeyman or, or uh, you know, at least a special teams player. They got nothing. got draft picks in return. So, that means that roster drastically went down. So, what are they doing, man? Are they just tanking for this? Uh,
0: tanking for Trevor?
1: Yeah, or not necessarily for Trevor because they got two draft picks and they've been compiling draft picks just to – so all those draft picks have a more value the more games they lose.
0: I think they've lost faith in Darnold. I know that's your boy because you bromance with Max Brown.
1: Oh, we love Max Brown. He keeps coming back. He came on yeah. the podcast, right? You, <laughs> we try to get you, picked, uh, you guys that usually come on to come on, and the guy his stature came on and gave us his time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but but you you love the man. You absolutely went with that pick because of, of that. You know, I I think it
1: it influenced me, right? Yeah, it did.
0: Yeah, so we're not gonna, we're you're learning from that, that that move, right? Is what it comes down to. The
1: and I told him that, right? Because he's like, "Well, failure, for lack of a better word." I said, "Max, don't use the word failure. Failure is when you do not learn from your mistake." Right. Right. That's that's what my mom said. Sin is repeatedly doing it and not learning from it. Right. So. I know that, you know what, uh, I, need, I needed to notice in myself, right, the overestimation of, darn, oh, he's going to come back next week. Who cares if he's coming back? If he has no line to protect him, there's nothing he can do.
0: Right. right. Out of his control. All
1: right, And you think it return to the mean or whatever. Maybe they don't want that mean. Maybe they, they got a bunch of draft picks and they want to lose.
0: He could be next to be traded for more picks.
1: Exactly.
0: Tanking for Trevor. Exactly. 2020.
1: Exactly. And then uh another one that I knew was uh Bella Cheat and Carroll.
0: Oh yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. That game was going over. Who cares mm. if there were two Hall of Fame
0: Defensive guys, right? Guys
1: that won Super Bowls just on defense. It doesn't matter, man. That was 2019. that was 2013. This
0: is 2020 pandemic year.
1: So <laughs> what's going on now?
0: Yeah, got it. Yeah you know what And yeah, that's another one I could have spoken on, but you're right.
1: You know So you got to cash yourself and by doing this process, it's made me a lot of money. You make more money doing this than anything else. even in business as a leader, as a coach. Uh, In the NFL, they call it self scouting They call that in college. Uh, If you can get it, Nick Saban will pay you $50,000 to scout Alabama and tell him everything that's wrong with Alabama. He'll pay you $50,000 for it. Nick Saban is not going to pay you $50,000 for nothing. Right? But us, we give it for you for free, man, for the people, and for ourselves, because it makes us feel good to have an abundance mentality versus scarcity mentality, just being selfish for ourselves and thinking about ourselves. So now we go to week three, with what we learned from uh, the first two weeks, which we're doing a lot better. That means we've been learning from last year because usually even myself, I'm usually in the mid fifties. And right now, with all those mistakes, I'm at 61%. I'm proud of my MBA. I'm 71% MBA. MBA has been like an ATM machine, right? The gas card, for Anna. <laughs> been like an ATM. So we feel blessed in a pandemic year with a recession going on, with social unrest. I'm laughing because we've been able to, to have so much fun Watching the games because on top of the money is the fun watching the games. All right, so we'll go to Jacksonville, Florida. Thursday night, Miami. We got Jacksonville minus three over under forty eight.
0: You got something to say about it? Uh,
1: now you've known me now for years, man. When don't I have something to say? I'm waiting <laughs> on you. So here we go, man. It's yeah. gonna be uh, Jacksonville. Okay. Winning the game. Uh-huh. But they're not gonna cover I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna say four points. They're not gonna cover the four points.
0: It was at three, right? On on my bookie. Yeah, are you going good, over good. or under? You're going over or under that 48?
1: Because it's 48. Yeah. I'm going to go under. Okay. Right? And the reason I'm going under, even though it's Doug Marone, right? Run, run, run. Doug Marone, coffin guy. Against Flores, belly cheat guy. Uh, it's only their bodies aren't having recovered yet. From before, it's going to be a very sluggish game. And they're going to try to out-tough each other. So the, the score is going to be low, right?
0: So, um, so are you going with Miami plus four? Or are Miami you going with Jacksonville four, minus three?
1: The average of an NFL game is 45.
0: So here, here's my take. And I'm really – and I, I look back at that, that uh, last week's – both last week's games. Jacksonville really put yes, the Titans in a tough situation. And if you look at both teams there, you still got two defensive coaches. Um, One that actually likes to control the clock. And you look at the numbers that they put up against each other. There was was 63, I believe. Right. And then you look at what Miami did, right? And we're all saying they're going to get squashed. They're going to get squashed. Not necessarily win, but get, get squashed, you get a couple of, Touchdowns from Fitzpatrick, and you're like, wow, sweating bullets. So I'm looking at this as this game like both their games last week. I, I, I have them going over 48 for some reason. Gardner Minshew is um, slinging the rock like no other. He did it week one against Indy. He, he did it last week against uh, the Titans. Um myself I have Jacksonville covering winning and covering the minus three and I went over forty-eight. Um I'm not I mean I know how you are with points with those specific numbers. What are they? Three, seven, right? Help me out here.
1: Yeah. Uh three, seven, ten, yeah, fourteen, uh-huh, twenty-one, seventeen. 24, so, 27, 28.
0: might be that opportunity to buy that half point to get Jacksonville to cover that three and a half. You 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 went up to four. What's our yeah, pick? I,
1: I went plus four Miami.
0: Plus four plus, Miami
1: because they have the better talent. I always feel that when I'm betting a game, I like you know, betting the team with a bit more talent.
0: Yeah, you know what? But we've we've we've, we've all said that against Jacksonville, right? this season, and they've really surprised us. And then we've all said it against Miami, how we've covered the last eight weeks of last season, nine weeks of last season, picking Miami because of Raider Jim's uh, uh, um, suggestion. All of a sudden they're covering at that point, but they're not at that point right now, uh, coming into week three. Could it click? Yeah, it absolutely can. And we could probably get, what we've expected from both teams uh, at week three, but um I think as a better is, this is what quarterback. I look at, it, right?
1: Doug yeah. Marone works his teams hard. Uh, they got a depleted roster, and they're playing on three days rest. So three under is you know protecting but, that defense. Is this the
0: Thursday game? This yeah. is a Thursday game? Oh, I see.
1: So you gotta take that into consideration. Fatigue. They know they're going to be fatigued. So he's going to protect that defense. Yeah. He's not going to try to score quickly and get him back on the field like that. He doesn't think that, that way anyway. So that's your under. And then Miami with more talent and with a really good coach like Flores, hungry for a win oh, and 2 I'm not. Those are going to be some ferocious lions. There's going to be some mean, nasty Miami Dolphins on that field Thursday night.
0: We need, we need to come up to a consensus.
1: We'll go with what you want, right? So, your consensus is –
0: Who has the higher win percentage, you or me?
1: Come on, man. You know, though.
0: Okay. (laughs) You went went over it. So, let's go with Miami plus four.
1: All right. Let's go. Miami plus four and under 48. I'll work with that. All right.
0: So,
1: that'll be our consensus pick. And, really, for the last 12 years, I've been close to 70% on the NFL – 71% 71% NBA, even baseball. When I've dabbed in baseball, I've been around 60 65%. So I'm profit, right? So if you're going to bet against me, you're going to lose most of the time. It's the bottom line. And I've been <laughs> very lucky, right, that I've been able to do that in the greatest country in the world. I've had great parents being able to facilitate that for me. But what we do is we teach business and financial concepts in order for you to make money. So when we talk about the coaches, it's fundamental analysis, right? You use to, to uh, invest in stocks, you use fundamental analysis, you use technical analysis, right? And you use other factors. So fundamental analysis is understanding the corporate governance. So when we talk about the coaches, that's the corporate governance of the team. So we're using business and financial concepts, to bet on the games, we use arbitrage, we use probability theory, we use pattern recognition, we use decision science. We define them in all the podcasts, individual financial podcasts that are labeled that you can listen to and learn how to bet the games like we do it. So I'm not just saying it to say it. I have advanced degrees. Uh, securities, licenses, right, but also common sense. So we use all that. And, and this is a coach, a coach of the year. So we use his knowledge of putting teams together, uh, of, of being able to recruit and, 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 and measure athletes to come up with a, a, a percentage that's out of this world that you cannot get anywhere else, all right? So you got the New England Patriots against the Las Vegas Raiders mm. in New England, and you got Gruden getting uh, seven points, and the over-under is 48.
0: So, watching that debacle of a Saints game this weekend, or Monday night, um, one thing stands out. The commentator, I'm not sure which one it was, says, oh, you better believe Belichick's going to have a game plan for covering the tight end Waller. And sure enough, I believe that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm actually in New England. Yeah, no crowds, whatever. Um, Let me pick on Josh a little bit and say not in Las Vegas. So as much as the referees are going to give the call to the team with the new stadium, they're not at their home stadium like they were Monday where they got every call. Um, I'm going to go actually with New England minus six because I've been really impressed with what they've been able to do. And they actually put themselves in a winnable situation against Seattle at Seattle. Um, And I, and I truthfully think Seattle's a top three NFL team this season. So um, I'm really impressed with what the Patriots are doing. I got them minus six um, and over 47 and a half uh, after what the, the, the Raiders could do offensively and what the Patriots have done offensively. Um, I, I'm going to go with the over, and I, I have a feeling the trend as we go by week to week, uh, we're going to see a lot more overs right. coming about.
1: I'm going to 100% agree with you. Cool. You bet that number down to six, right? Cause it it, I got five? it at six. I got it at
0: six right before we came on. Okay.
1: So that's a perfect number. Over 48. Uh,
0: 47 and a half. That half is. That half yeah, is why, not? why not? Right.
1: right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna. to. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think long term. Long term thinking is higher level thinking, right? So take the money that Coach Lupian made me when I listened to him on the radio and said, man, this man's making sense. Let me not do extra research on the Saints. Let me just take what he said and then boom, I made money. And here we are four years later, he's making money tonight. So that's and since, compound interest, bro.
0: And since those four years, each season they've finished 13-3. They haven't and gone... 2 and 0 since 2013. Monday's loss, I'm not worried about it. It reminds me of last season's loss to the LA Rams, week that early in the season, and then we we'll go we get we get some mojo. We get that voodoo going. And then we start moving and shaking and dominating. So,
1: so you want to go to that game and then we'll go back to the list we got. You got Green Bay going to New Orleans 2 and 0. It's a 1-1 Saints. Saints are minus three,
0: over-under is 52. So, yeah, you, thanks for bringing that game up, actually, um, because this is my team, the Saints. I won't be playing this, this, this game, betting on this game, because it's part of our rule and foundation. Um, but if I look at it, I'm really concerned because I didn't think the Packers were going to do what they did against the Viking week one in Minnesota. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is playing with a chip on his shoulder coming into the dome against a, a, an empty dome against the Saints where, yeah, you know what? I harped on the referees about the penalty situation, but let's look back until last year. The Saints have been one of the league leaders in penalties, especially that offensive line, um, the DBs, um, whether there's a mismatch or not, always get that call going against them. And um, I don't want to say always rightfully so, because it's not always rightfully so um, versus the calls we haven't got for our squad throughout the past couple of years. But you know what? Like I really like Aaron Rodgers in a dome. I really like Aaron Rodgers a whole lot more in an empty dome. Right. I, I'm going with the Packers plus three and over 52 and a half because both teams – Still, necessarily can score. So,
1: yeah, I'm in 100% agreement. I go plus four uh, over 52. And salesmen think short-term. Uh, men and business men and women business owners think long-term. Sean Payne's a man who's won a Super Bowl. Any coach that wins a Super Bowl, is a long-term thinker right? And he's a Parcells guy. Parcells guys get brutalized by Parcells. They get treated very badly by Parcells. But so they get rewarded with a tremendous amount of discipline and knowledge to make millions upon millions in the coaching career. Ask Anthony Lynn, who's part of that successful Parcells brutalized tree. right? Same thing with uh, Nick Saban, right? he Nobody wants to work with Nick Saban because he brutalizes him. But after you get past that brutalization, you get tremendous lessons, right? We learned from John Bronson, Penn State. He was brutalized by the Penn State people. And later in life, he loves it. He's like that. So to me, I've made a lot of money betting against Sean Payne in the first four or five weeks and then betting for him the rest of the way. <laughs> because really, uh, coming down the stretch, he figures everything out and they get on a roll and you start cashing their uh, tickets like an ATM machine. <laughs> All right, where are we at? You got the Rams at Buffalo. Buffalo favors two point five. Yeah, uh, over under forty eight.
0: So we're dealing with a West Coast team going out East.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. they got a new stadium too, five billion dollar stadium. 40. And you saw those calls last week. Yeah. Those calls were stadium calls. I call against New Orleans. <laughs> They're <laughs> They're pretty out. obvious. Uh, so that's why I'm taking the Rams plus four against Buffalo. Buffalo, in a way, is a small market team, so they're not going to have all the players, and Buffalo might win with a field goal late in the game, but they will not cover the four points, and I think it's going to go under 48. Agreed. They're going to try to protect their defense with the air raid. People don't understand that the air raid's a ball control offense. You can run clock, you can control the game, and Really, I like betting sometimes the under on an air raid game when it's a guy like uh, Sean McVeigh. They're on the road against Buffalo. Uh, the weather's not going to be a factor. It's too early in the year. However, McDermott plays zone, right? So the zone means five-yard dump. Clock keeps running. Uh, and, and Goff isn't going to play fast because he wants to keep his defense fresh since they're 3,000 miles from home.
0: So I agreed with you.
1: All right. Here we go. LA Rams plus four, under 48. Uh, why is that valuable? Because we make money between 52.5% and 70 to 80% where we're at. Now you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got Houston at Pittsburgh. And Houston hasn't been covering crap, and the over under is 45.
0: So let's make this one quick because I'm going Steelers minus four under 45.
1: I'm buying the point, make it minus three, Mm -hmm. add to the key number Mm -hmm. 45. All right, you got the New York Ants, (laughs) I've been covering crap, yeah, at San Francisco. Is it at San Francisco? Let oh, me make sure of that. I, I, I think, think it's, Giants, in it's in New York. Yeah, it's in New York. The San Francisco, they probably stayed in New York after
0: – they, weren't they at the Jets last week? Yeah, might as well, though, you know. Yeah. Might as well. Sorry, family, you don't see me for two weeks, but I'll be back week three. Hey, man, the sure. man's making millions of, <laughs> millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, – even with Nick Boza out, uh, the Giants don't have Saquon Barkley. Right. Um, I see Niners minus four and a half. I still have faith in their offense to put up numbers. Um, 41 and a half seems really low to me as far as a total. I, As much as I want to go with the under, I, 41 and a half just seems too low for me to go with it. Um, I I don't know, but I'm going with Niners, minus four and a half. We'll stick with your under, or your under over call.
1: Yeah, no, we'll keep it under because they're so depleted. Uh, the offensive coordinator is Garrett, so they're going to try to win like a 10-7 game or something like that. Try to keep it because the Giants are very depleted as well, and they don't have any incentive really to win or to get anybody hurt. <laughs> so I don't know if there's going to be a much of anything going on, so I could see the. San Francisco winning this game 17 to 7. Yeah. You know, something like that. So let's go with San Francisco 49ers minus four under 42. That's why you look at the corporate governance, right? What is Jarrett going to do? We've been watching Garrett basically our whole lives. You know. Dallas he, forever.
0: Yeah, he's been in Dallas forever as a quarterback, as a coach, as a head coach. I'm sick of him, actually. Um, but we got to see him run the table, run his time out of there, and it uh, just doesn't bode well looking forward for him for me, in my mind. But where are we at here?
1: So you got to go with uh, Grable, uh, Tennessee. Yes. And at Minnesota.
0: Tennessee at Minnesota. So, you know, after the self-destruction that uh, the Packers put on the Vikings and then what the Colts put on the Vikings, at this point they're a sour taste in my mouth. Um, the Titans, yeah, they, they they squeaked one out at Denver. They held on against um, Jacksonville last week. Just doesn't say enough about Minnesota for me not to go Titans minus three, but both teams have put up numbers and 49, over 49 is where I'm looking at it. Looking at the the 60 some odd points that Titans and Jacksonville put up, it's apparent defense isn't winning anyone championships week one, two, or three. So let's put up numbers. Titans minus three over 49.
1: Titans, minus three, over 49 for Coach. I'm going to do that. I mean, changing, right? You are? I would go under. Okay. But, you know, Minnesota's going to have to figure out how to score with whatever happened last week. Uh, You got Tannehill. Tannehill. And usually it takes longer for defenses to break down. I think they're already breaking down because you got to put in depleted numbers for people who opted out. And if I feel weird, these guys feel weird, right? So it's not the same. So you can only get these people up. Steve Spurrier said you can only get a football team up, ferocious and just out of their mind, three
0: games of the season. And this isn't it. This isn't it at all. (laughs) out of division, out of conference. This just isn't it.
1: So I am 100% agreement. Let's go. Tennessee uh, minus the three over – I'm going to buy it down that 49. So you keep buying off these key numbers. Mm -hmm. It's in the making a lot of numbers because they're there for a purpose. You're not only competing to get the pick right, you're competing against the casino to get them the best of the numbers, right? So know those key numbers. Uh, Look at the top 10 rule of of betting. You can see the key numbers there. And go to our Twitter and contact us at 858-865-6301. Let me know what's going on. And anybody on uh, Periscope got any questions, leave the questions there. Uh, After the podcast, tomorrow morning, I'll go on there, and I'll uh, make sure to answer them. Or you can go on all the podcasts platforms, uh, give us a review, send us a message, and re- I'm accessible, Coach is accessible, and we will answer your questions. Now, I'm 26-0, and 0, uh, and I'm going to make this pick for you, Coach.
0: Yeah, please. I'm going to go with it.
1: I'm 26-0, and 0, so I'll say this right now. I'm not going to go full Republican on you, but I am going to say that you are – an idiot you're stupid and you're ill-informed if you bet a team that uses analytics against the spread i went 60 and all the terrell prior days when they a lot of analytics when i found out that matt patricia was using analytics i went against it. now this is how stupid he's not stupid he, he's ill informed, maybe He's making $4 million a year. and He's like, I got mine. F the world. F <laughs> this, right? Oh,
0: he's going full pock on us.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he, he, he said something very, very stupid. What well, he did say was very stupid, moronic, ill-informed, and he should be fired just for this, for social justice, uh, financial illiteracy, because he used the definition of analytics wrong. All right? Analytics is used to as a tool right, to help you make decisions. Some people in some industries let analytics make decisions for them, right? So Matt Patricia in an interview said, because he went to for a ridiculous for two, he says analytics made the decision for us. Stupidity. You don't let numbers make a decision for you. You use it, and you analyze since you're making $4 million a year, and then you make a decision. <laughs> he skipped that spot. He just let the numbers do it for him. Right. So that shows you how stupid he is, okay? Now, analytics does not work in football, but I have inside knowledge, right? I have a client. It's illegal for me to say people's names, but the client its a, it's a Ph.D., from MIT. So when Cleveland went full on uh, analytics, she works for a major league baseball team. She said, I don't take clients for football because variables and co-variables, right? Ensures a result. So the more variables you have, co-variables you have, right? muddles up the results. That's why analytics, that's why when when he says, oh, we meant the number two F fours, that was complete uh, I don't even want to say the word, but complete uh, ignorance, right? Somebody making $4 million a year, right? And, and a perfect example was the the punt in the playoffs by Houston, right? Where the guy was told something in training camp. If you see this formation, just take off. It was fourth and 20. <laughs> there was no way he was making that fourth, right? So that's a variable you cannot account for. But <laughs> Patrick was saying, let me just let the number make the decision, right? So, Hey, 26-0, Cleveland's going full-on analytics. I am 4-0 in Cleveland games and 2-0 against the spread against analytic Cleveland. They're playing Washington. Uh, Jack Del Rio coming off a loss. Over-unders 45.
0: Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. That's what I'm saying.
1: are numbers crazy are right to, to think these guys are going to score any points. They might. But, okay. Uh, so in a situation like that, what you do is you bet more on the side than the total, right? Especially someone like me who who struggled with the over unders, but I'm still making money. I'm still making profit, and I'm having fun, right? Because sports betting is the only gambling activity we have fun with. Your friends. I was like, ridiculously sick and I passed out in the. Text I saw before I passed out was my good buddy from Arizona saying, Wow, Dallas is going to be blown out. People are going to get fired. And then when I finally woke up, the text I saw was, Oh my God, Dallas came back. (laughs) Right? And that's the only, you only have that fun betting. All right, so let's go Chicago at Atlanta. Atlanta's going to blow them out. It's going to be
0: over 48 minus three. That's what you're saying, because I actually picked Atlanta minus three. Over 47 and a half. Yeah. I think the Bears are garbage. <laughs> Go with it. And I, and you know me as a Saints fan, I don't got nothing positive to say a uh, uh, Falcons. Falcans fan, uh, team. But I'm definitely going with their over and covering.
1: Bam. And that's what it is, right?
0: That's what it is.
1: Next. Years listening to each other. We're on the same page. Carolina, analytics going against the Chargers. I love the way that kid looked. Uh, I would say over to learn my lessons. We're going against the analytics team, right? Even if it's wrong, we got so much on the upside. It's ridiculous. Dude, let's go with your uh, L.A. Chargers.
0: Not my L.A. Chargers. You're more L.A. than I am.
1: Uh, the listeners, are
0: L.A. Chargers. You you go to the spring uh, training camp, just not I'm this. Going to the
1: Rams year. training camp and I go to the Chargers training camp every single year, except for this year. And before that, I went to uh, the Tampa Bay training camp for 10 years. Before that, I did what Andrew Cromo said, and I went to upstate New York, and I saw the New York Jets training camp for two years. And then I saw the Evil Empires training camp for two years well, I was there however the coach that wasn't that's now I'm aging myself but the coach that was in New England when I lived up there was Bill Parcells And you know I used to laugh that with so many colleges 144 colleges you had so many girls you had so many intellectuals in the front page of the Boston Globe you had Bill Parcells <laughs> instead of some scientists or something like that so you have the New York Jets at Indianapolis against Phillip Rivers. So let's go uh, Indianapolis minus 10, and we'll go over the total of 43.
0: So I was really impressed with finally what the Indianapolis Colts did against the Vikings last week. That's what I expected them to do against Jacksonville. But obviously Jacksonville has proven all the doubters wrong at the moment. Um, So, I don't know what to expect right now from these Colts. Um, What was our numbers we're working with again one more time?
1: Uh, Minus 10, right? Uh-huh. Over 43.
0: This is against your Jets? This
1: is against my guy now.
0: Your guy now.
1: Sam Darnold. Well, you know how they play that game, degrees of separation? Yeah. You and I, we're one degree of separation from uh, Sam Darnold. And Max Brown, what I love about Max Brown, what a nice guy, right? Down-to-earth guy. Uh, Said he's going to be a friend of the podcast. Over 43? Over
0: 43?
1: Yeah, over 43 because there's no tackling going on. These are two depleted teams now. Yeah. You got two offensive coaches, right? You yeah. got Frank Wright. Right. You got Adam Gaze. Uh, that's a high number for Indianapolis. So even though the Jets are depleted, uh uh-huh. How much more talent does Indianapolis have than the Jets?
0: Are they minus ten better than the Jets? That double digit in the conference? Forget the in the division. Double in digit the in the conference. Do you have that rule? No,
1: you can you can convince me with the Jets, right?
0: I I'm not I'm not a Jets believer. I no, think no, they're no, a,
1: uh, a late touchdown, like you're saying, they're not that much yeah. better. Yeah, you go plus eleven Jets in the over.
0: Um. Yeah, let's go with that. That's not a bad call, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting that extra point, I I I could go with that. Right, because we're getting
1: yeah. that extra point.
0: Yeah, Andrews. yeah. You see, and and me, uh. Listeners, I'm not more. Incli- I'm not so inclined to get points unless there's really a consensus pick with it. I don't. I don't value buying points um, like these. guys, a couple of my partners do, right. um, because I, I honestly, I get it, but I don't get it. You know, um, so that's where I'm at with it. So I, I'm gonna go with that. Let's go Jets plus 11.
1: Over 43. Jets plus 11. Over 43. I love it. I love it. Maybe you listen to the podcast. Where we talk about mental strength and resiliency. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you always come back because it says in the Bible, right? Cursed is a man who depends on another man. You got to depend on yourself. You got to come through. And, and maybe CM is going to get that inspiration and he's going to come up with a heroic performance against a team who's really not that good, right?
0: <laughs> right? Hey.
1: That's what he did against Oregon State and Arizona, right? right. That's how he made his name, right? right. So another team uh, that I got to watch my emotions with is the Air Raid, right? Because our guy, Ben Raslaff, <laughs> uh, his coach was coached by Klingsbury, right? The Arizona Cardinals, and you got DeAndre Hopkins, and you got Vance Joseph, who took a no-talent Miami Dolphins defense and Adam Gaze to the playoffs. And now he's dialed up two wins against our guy, Matt Patricia. All right, so this is going to be automatic. <laughs> we got all these, uh, hey, we got a love. We're making so much money off analytics. <laughs> yeah. Knowing what analytics is. Hey, but I'm in finance, right? With uh, the grace of God, I managed $58 million. I know how to use analytics, and uh, David Tepper with Carolina uses analytics to get three billion dollars. He used two of it to buy Carolina. Uh, one he left in the bank. He's using analytics because all he did was go fifty-nine percent, make you know thirty billion dollars, right? Twenty percent off that, he was chilling. <laughs> Well, here we have a higher percentage, and I have to have a higher percentage. My percentage needs to be 100%. <laughs> or my clients are mad. <laughs> so we look at the world a little bit differently than uh, Tepper, and it does not work in football. So we're going to go minus six. Hey, 26 and 0 My wife has bought $32,000 worth of gas. And then we're blessed. Now she's working from home. She's like, hey – I'm just asking for the Bitcoin card. <laughs> if I have it, because I still have three quarters of a tank, because so we have it left. <laughs> so I pull it out. All right, we're gonna go Arizona minus five, and yeah. man, that's a high number. Fifty-five. I think they're jacking people. It's not gonna go over fifty-five
0: points. You know, I think everyone's on that Cardinals jock right now because of of what they've been doing the last two weeks. We here at this podcast have. Have profited quite nicely picking the Cardinals against the team like the 49ers when everyone and the specialists were Niners, Niner, Niners, Niners. We were the we we went against the grain and picked those Cardinals last season and this season. So everyone's kind of like on that Cardinals tip right now. Over 55 when our average is well below the the 55 mark. Last season was over uh, 54, was a, a NFL scoring average. Can I see it now? Well, you know what? Like, um, like Kingsbury just wants to throw the ball around and it never ends. So, did it happen? What'd you say with it, over or under?
1: 55 is too high because remember, with the, with the air raid, you can control things, right? Yeah. And you got Matt Patricia, he's going to play uh, that deep zone. Uh, that was the first time I was like, what the heck is going on uh-huh. when uh, Detroit played Arizona and they played that ridiculous zone?
0: So then, um, let's stay with the under 55 Cardinals, minus five and a half, definitely. I think it's going to be Cardinals double digits, actually. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think now COVID 19 is settling in, false hope is dissipating, right? Because you have teams that are just holding on right, with hope and effort. But once they get beat down a couple of times, these teams start getting blown out, and, and that's going to happen earlier in the season than what it usually does. And I see the same scenario uh, with depleted Denver going into Tampa Bay. And let me see what the weather's going to be in Tampa Bay.
0: I don't think it matters. I think, I think Brady's catching the groove right now after what they did last week. They got a good Confidence bo- boosting W after that deflating loss against my Saints. Um, Denver just lost Locke, Drew Locke.
1: They lost everybody. There's,
0: there's yeah,
1: big, the right. Lost.
0: So there's nothing that tells me Tampa Bay can't cover the minus six, seven might be different, but it's six. So I got I'm going Tampa Bay under forty three and a half. To cover the six.
1: I think it might go over.
0: You think it's going to uh, go over?
1: 43 because I think Aaron's going to run the score in the second half.
0: Are you, you Are you counting on De- Denver to put up numbers and Melvin Gordon? No,
1: no. I'm talking Why? about Tampa Bay. Once Denver is tired. 44-0?
0: They,
1: they got a depleted defense, right? Von Miller. Yeah. Some other people are going to be out. Yeah. And it's going to be 90 in a bowl. So it's going to feel like a hundred and it's going to be, uh, and I'll, I'll share the screen so you can see. All They're right. so sharing the screen here for the people watching on YouTube later and then live stream right now. So it's going to be 86, right? So at game time, it's going to be right there, right in here. But it's in a bowl. So you're going down. So it's going to feel like 100, 79% humidity. When the Denver comes out in the second half, that second time Denver defense is going to come out there, it's going to be toast. You got Mike Evans. You got Ronald Jones. Uh, Chris Godwin. OG Howard. Cameron Rait.
0: And Brady's new offense. So it's going to be 44-0 is what you're saying.
1: Exactly, so this is what you do and I would even consider taking 25, you never bet more than 25% of the bankroll, but I, I'm going to bet, I'm going to double down and I'm going to put $2,000 on the second half Tampa Bay
0: line. Making that money. Make that That's money, don't enough. let the money make you, right? In I'm going to quote that from percent
1: the last five years, Heat teams my girl Diamond did that. In Miami second half lines. Just betting blindly. Just betting that, not knowing anything about football. Just knowing that it's hot. <laughs> and these guys got pads on and they're from cooler places.
0: Cooler heads don't prevail today. today. Right. Where are we at?
1: We'll go all you on this. I'll Where go we? With exactly what you said. Because I'm still daydreaming, salivating by the second half line in Tampa. <laughs> Depleted roster. You want to Definitely. go? To, oh, give me a depleted roster in 90 degree heat
0: uh, and
1: 90 and humidity, man. I yeah. don't know. They might not put a line, <laughs> but who knows? What's going on? So you yeah. got Seattle um, minus five and a half at uh-huh. home against Dallas. Yeah. And the over under is, <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up
0: 56. 56.
1: Man, that's honestly, a
0: lot of points, but last week, those two defenses just gave it up. Right, yeah. Honestly, I, don't see, I don't see <laughs> the old Pete Carroll defensive squads this season. What yeah. I see is a whole lot of gosh darn scoring. And let me just say it right now, my early MVP candidate, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Seattle, I'm going Seattle minus five and a half. I could see the over 56. Yeah. I seriously can after what happened last week and the week before. So, yeah, my, my pick, minus five and a half, over 56.
1: It's only 80 points against Atlanta. And over 60 points with uh, Evil Empire.
0: Yeah. All right. I, last I, I'm, game. I'm counting on Dallas to prove me wrong. Where are we at? KC and Ravens?
1: Yeah. No, Dallas is, is a disaster because Dallas is like Carolina – We got a billionaire. Yeah, he knows real estate. And yeah, he knew football back in the days when he was a a famous two linebackers coaches in college who became billionaires, right? Jerry Jones, University of Arkansas, right? He was a linebackers coach. Uh, He coached Barry Switzer. And on the offensive line, you had Jimmy Johnson.
0: Mm. The
1: other one was George Steinbrenner when he was part of that famous Miami of Ohio coaching staff that had Trent Blackler, had George Steinbrenner, and you had Woody Hayes <laughs> all on the same staff. And you had uh, Devine, who ended up coaching in Notre Dame. But he thinks at this late age he can still be the general manager of the Dallas Cowboys. So that's always going to be a problem. And the one, if he can't make the decision, the one who's making the decision is Stephen Jones's son. So that's Dallas's problem. Right? And that's why we make money betting against them. So last game of the docket, you got it. two men we know well. So, again, fundamental analysis. You understand the corporate governance of a team. Right? You understand how they're going to play. I know that San Diego City College is going to play discipline, tennis, they're going to come to play and they're going to be hustling all over that court. I know that because I know coach. <laughs> I know the corporate governance of that team. So you got Andy Reed. We've been watching our whole lives, right? Against the Harbaugh family, which we've been watching our whole lives. And we know those teams intimately well uh, broken down. They're always in the news. Dr. Steve's always talking about him. Holmes. uh, Baltimore, 3.5 favorites, 53 and a half. What are your thoughts, Coach Lupian?
0: You know, I look back at the scenario last year. I'm, I'm thinking certain things, thinking KC, I'm thinking Baltimore and their high powered offenses. You get that one week where you're expecting big numbers. Right. And that's a big line as is. And you just – it just doesn't happen. It that defensive game because they're both playing chess and they're both waiting for someone to pull out that queen. Right. I am going with the Rogue team because they are the world champions. KC plus three and a half, which – That's a – I could – okay, I'm going to buy that down to three and go under the 54 because it could be that defensive game that comes down to the wire that
1: is out of the blue and
0: unexpected. So you're
1: going KC uh, plus three or –
0: yeah, it's plus – yeah, let's, let us let me just go plus three and a half, which I wrote down.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll go KC plus four. Okay. Because I could totally see that being a tie game. huh. Uh, a kicker for Baltimore kicking like a 60-yard field goal to win it. We cover the spread, and the game goes under. Right. That's what we care about. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm predicting. That's a game that if you want, you can watch that. We're sitting under 54, but watch it, right? It is, balloons up to 60, snatch
0: it. <laughs> snatch it. <laughs> Art, look at that halftime number.
1: Yeah, and, and what I love about Andy Green, because you talk about your tight end, right? Mm-hmm. And what I love about Sean Payton, and what I love really about the NFL now, is that uh, they, the NFL can afford to have tight ends. So when you get in the red zone, let's muscle up and let's run that ball in because that's the problem with the air raid. It's great in between the 20s, but when you need to man up, muscle it in, they don't have a fullback or a tight end, right? Kansas City has that and you know Jim Harbaugh is going to have that. And what's going on with Lamar Jackson is that he's a thrower, not a passer, but he's learning how to become a passer and we'll get him there. All right, So... Very, very exciting as we gave you money. We put money in your pocket, actionable steps so you can get there. Tomorrow night, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to give you 70 to 80% college football, and we're going to talk about, can't be my guy because he destroyed my team once, but I got to say that I admire his talent, DeAndre King and those Miami Hurricanes. I'll give you the insight on that, and I'm going to give you some winners tomorrow night. I'll be back. Thank you so much, Coach, for uh, keeping me company, right, and giving people a different perspective, man, because diversity makes more money.
0: Are you le- are you exiting us out with some Winston Churchill? Yes. Excellent. Because Love it.
1: It's what we don't just talk the talk, we walk the walk. He got us through the last major crisis that the United States had, right, and when words he used to get us out of that was in is you make a living from your labor but you make a life and lifelong friendships from what you give thank you for listening to the ESBC betting and gambling podcast if you haven't heard of anchor it is free it's a podcast that i use <clears throat> And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make seventy to eighty percent of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started, my brothers. Die. You said that? Yes, sir. that what? Fuck you. Yeah! <laughs> say the name. You say that? Yes, sir. <laughs> say the name. You say that? Yes, sir. We go beat their ass and be recruited. I'll beat your ass every time they see us. Okay. You understand
0: that? Yes, sir. Roll that one. Fuck you. Yeah.